Hey everyone, welcome back to the TaylorMade Podcast. Before we get started, I just want to remind everyone that we are proud members of the Applaudable Podcast Network. So please head over to applaudable.net and check out all the other amazing creators on our network. And so without further gilding the lily and with no more ado, I present to you this week's episode. Welcome back everyone to another episode of the TaylorMade Podcast. This week we're going to be talking about something a little more, I don't want to use the word scientific. I just think it's an interesting conversation yeah, to definitely. be having post the 2020 pandemic, well, not even post, during... During and post, what it's going to look like yeah. from here. Yeah. Redefining success. Yeah. And what that means exactly. Because I think already, like, millennials have the reputation of kind of breaking the mould and not living that, you know, get married in your early 20s, own a house by the time you're 25 and have three children, four children by the time you're 30. Yeah. Or just children in general. That kind of definition of success is not the reality for a lot of people of our generation and yeah. for the generations following because and now... not even us. Yeah. Because yeah. the older millennials are now getting you know, very close to middle age. Yeah. And we're at the very kind of cut off. We're kind of on that cusp generation. Yeah, between that the two weird generations. in between generation. Yeah. We'll have a, we'll do a podcast episode about that as well. Absolutely. Eventually. Yeah. yeah. It's just kind of a tricky subject, I suppose, because so many people are touchy about the generational discussion mm. and there's so much contention between the younger generations and the older generations recently. I just think it's not one that we're ready to tackle yet. Just but yet. What yeah. we thought would be interesting to talk about is what people's life paths are going to be like and how their idea of success and achieving goals and following that kind of more linear versus a, where one where you can more choose your own adventure yeah. in a way <laughs> choose your own ending <laughs> yeah choose your own ending yeah, yeah no that's exactly right no well you laugh yeah. but yeah no I, that's exactly what I mean yeah I think this is going to be along the similar vein of we met online and breaking that stigma around people meeting online and not meeting in a traditional way. This is us talking about how not leading a traditional life path should be destigmatized. Like yeah, definitely. We don't people don't need to get married, settle down, buy a house, have babies to be successful. Yeah. They don't need to have big hotshot careers like Um you were talking to no, you were watching uh Anna Elaine on YouTube. Mm. And mm. I I overheard she she said something about her success for her is being happy and having time for recreation. Yeah. And that completely blew my mind. Well, she she's actually really interesting. I love her um, because she her and I are very similar personality type where she's very perfection oriented. She's a very creative person. Mm. And for her, I mean, she got a PhD before she was 30. Like she's only wow. 28, I think. Um, I didn't even know she had a doctorate. That's amazing. Yeah. So she's got a PhD in music. So cool. She's a violinist. She's definitely struggled with her mental health a lot during mm. the pandemic and has been really open about that on her channel if you wanted to go and watch her. But yeah, she has really... And that's what kind of inspired this episode for me was she is someone who they built this amazing career for themselves in the music and performance industry, her and her husband. They are in their late 30s. They've been together... They've been married for... They've been together 10 years. I don't know if they've been married for six or seven. They got married quite young, which is mm. interesting for people who aren't particularly religious. Mm. Um, I mean, we got married quite young as well. Yeah, but I, get, I think for me, I still think of that as because of religion. Because if we true. hadn't have had the external pressure, we wouldn't have got married. This is true. Probably still wouldn't be married yet. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But we are. They've been together over 10 years, still are nowhere near owning a house, still nowhere near having children, don't even have pets. They've just had their careers pretty much demolished in yeah. the... In the 
in this pandemic. Yeah. Um, they, they, I mean, they're rebuilding and they're doing other interesting things, but their actual performance career is gone, gone for now, for now yeah. until, you know, restrictions are lifted. Mm. So, yeah, I think it was just really interesting. They, they wouldn't be the only ones. Like, we're another example. We were both considering building the rest of our career in the travel industry. Yeah. before this happened and then this happened and stood down and then laid off and then uh, not laid off made redundant yeah um yeah very very quickly and we had to very much redefine what our success was going to be mm. because it wasn't going to be what we thought it was going to be yeah so, so yeah. yeah that was just kind of the inspiration for this we just wanted to talk about that life path why it's kind of outdated even before the pandemic and what the pandemic is going to mean going forward, I guess. Yeah, yeah, well, not that we're educated enough to say that, but what we think people should be, well, not even should be, what might help some people to realign their idea of success with different ideas of success. Like, yeah. what could success mean for you? It could be more, instead of it being more of a societal, you've ticked off all these boxes, so you've made it. Yeah. It can be more of like an internal, well, am I happy? Am I clothed? Do I have good friends? Yeah. What are you, What's the most important things for you in your life? Mm. which for someone else would not be important at all and they wouldn't consider markers for success, but you definitely do. Yeah. Like instead of it being a broad kind of checklist, it's more of an internal, you know, How am I feeling about this markers. kind of thing? Yeah. I, think, I think we should start with what we what we sort of define as success. Mm. Which I might... We haven't talked about this really. So, no. Like we've talked about what we want to achieve, but I don't think we've It'd ever... It'd be interesting to see if we're on the same page here. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Well, since it was your idea, you can go first. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I feel, I feel like success for me as a person, not even us as a relationship, but for me is more about free time. So time to do whatever I want, whether that be gaming, hiking, martial arts, whatever. Mm. Financial security, being able to pay for those things because everything costs money. Mm. That's a whole other thing that I won't go into. I'm not happy about. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I can do about it though. (laughs) But yeah, that sort of thing there. And just having good people in my life and being happy and learning to accept myself mm. that I feel like that for me that's a personal personal success I feel like a whole different type of success is success as a married couple so as an example of that one there I really want us to be continuing to grow throughout our entire relationship however many decades centuries that may be <laughs> <laughs> you wish it was centuries I mean look <laughs> I'm look I am really sad that I'm not going to get to be able to travel the galaxy in a spaceship so sad it honestly depresses me <laughs> <laughs> not in this lifetime not in anyway. this lifetime well yeah maybe yeah. we'll figure out a way to remember our past lives and then That'd you'll get to how good would that be right yes. success for me I think it's actually kind of interesting because with even with all the mindset work that we've done with our business coach and visualization and I don't think it's ever really been like I don't think I'll ever and I mean this (laughs) this is really interesting following our Enneagram Mm. but I don't know if I'll ever necessarily feel like I've made it like I'm successful I don't think you will either But I think for me, it will be more like, am I living a happy life? Am I happy? What in my life is making me happy? What can I be grateful for? And I think very much along the similar vein as you, if we really boil it down to essentials. And I think there's lots of studies that show that this is what people need for happiness as well, Mm. is being able to pay our bills comfortably. We don't need to be rich, but Mm. have freedom in our life to do the things that we're interested in, which for me is being being able to travel and be creative um and not talk to people 
<laughs> yeah, see, I wouldn't probably wouldn't mind talking to people so much if I was happy, happy in all the other ways. Yeah, yeah I get that. but also like it would be my choice. It wouldn't yeah. be because I think the reason I'm uncomfortable with people is because quite often I'm expected to speak to them in a situation where I don't. They're not people I would choose to speak to necessarily. And you're not really in control of the situation either. Yeah, yeah. I think not that you need to be in control, but you are very uncomfortable when you're not in control. Yeah, if I'm forced into a situation where mm. I'm speaking with people that I don't know and I already like I don't know if I have anything in common with them I think if I was choosing places to go and speak to people it would be at somewhere like a TED event (laughs) yeah yeah, you know where I'm like everyone there I know definitely is in some sort of spectrum similar to me and it doesn't matter where we're from what language we speak we'll probably find something interesting to talk about because we're all there at a TED event and we're fascinated by the world yeah like that's very different to being invited to an acquaintance's wedding and you being the only like you don't know any of their mutual acquaintances you're the only person they're the only person there they know but they're it's their wedding so they can't talk to you so yeah. then you have to look at all these people that the only thing that i know for certain we have in common is that person like no, I definitely that's that. really daunting to me but yeah back to happiness I'm very similar to you. Freedom to do the things that we want and being able to afford them and having good and fulfilling relationships in my life with mm. lovely people. Cool. I'm, I'm really glad we're on the same page with Helen. Mm. What about as a couple? As a couple, yeah. That continuous growth and that continuous uh, just always remaining open with each other and making sure that we're meeting each other's needs mm. and just, just honesty, you know, because... So being ha- actively being happily married. Mm. Yeah, taking <laughs> an active part in that, not yeah. just expecting it the fact work. that we love yeah. each other. Yeah. To be like, oh yeah, I don't have to work on this because he loves me. Yeah. You know. I actually read a really fascinating article saying that love is useless in a marriage. Mm. That wasn't an article. That was our Taekwondo instructor. That was. No, you're right. It was. That yeah. was Mastery. That was Mastery. Yes. <laughs> and now you can tell what the Taekwondo we do. Um, mastery. Yeah. He, he asks, what is the most important thing in a relationship? And a couple of the uh, high-ranking instructors say, love mastery, of course. He's like, nah, you're wrong. <laughs> he's, a, he's a very old Korean man. And nah, you're wrong. Palm um, in the face. Palm in the face, yeah. <laughs> you're wrong. Um, <laughs> we'll put that one up, for the, up on Instagram. Nah, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> and he says, respect. Respect is the most important thing in a marriage. Because even if you don't love each other, you can still be married and you can still have respect for each other. You can still be happy. I think that's really amazing, mm. actually. And I think I, I, I tend to agree. I think we're lucky because we love each other as well. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And loyalty, I think. Yeah. Because people, not that we're judging people for breaking up. Yeah. Obviously, there are many kinds of relationships that you just 100% need to leave. And you can't stay in a relationship where you're the only one being loyal and you're the only one wanting it to work. Whatever, Whatever kind of love you yeah. have, it has to be mutual. E- mutual. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, like you're saying, if, if a relationship is not working, don't stay. Mm. Find something else. But when you're in a relationship where everyone involved is willing and able to continue to make this work... Mm. then I think that's every reason to stay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's the work that you put in. In our circumstance, anyway. Yeah. Because we will never question whether or not we're in love. Like, I don't think that that's something we will ever need to worry about. I tend to agree. But yeah, so that's success for us, and we are not attaching it to a life path. No. At all. No. Um, Like, there are things that we want to do in life that we would love to be able to do, and we would... consider ourselves a success in that aspect if we were able to do it 
like traveling more and owning you know our own version of a home whether it was a tiny home or a shipping container home or or whatever whatever or an apartment like we don't really know what we want in that area yeah Um, but that's the thing um that in itself doesn't actually account for our success no that's just a thing that we will do on the way to success yeah in being happy and healthy and yeah having good people around. Mm. I think success is laying down in your grave at the end of your life and being able to look back and be... And just and be like, yeah, okay. I, I loved fully, I lived fully and... I left the world a better place. Forgave fully. Yeah. yeah. I, love, I love that, forgave mm. fully. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Because holding on to grudges and hurts is just poisonous. Yeah. Like, that will poison every other part of your life. I tend to agree. So, yeah. I think, yeah, maybe now that we've talked about our definition of success, maybe we could talk about that external... Societal societal pressure pressure to succeed, succeed the way that they expect you to. Mm, Yeah. Um, So, the first thing is getting married. That's the first expectation. Find a partner, get married. Yeah. These days, whether you're gay, straight, bi... Doesn't matter. uh, That is... An expectation is that yeah. you will find one or more people to settle down with, depending on the kind of love. Well, I mean, actually, no, the societal thing is find one person to yeah. settle down with and cre- build the rest of the, the societal steps. life path. So I, I, I feel like society is still very heteronormative, and I'm not a huge fan of that um, because the the expect the expected path is get married, mm. have kids, buy a house have a good career Mm. in that order really Mm. whereas well and from the the career part is for men for men yeah but also i think there's this new kind of norm coming out for women in particular where it's you have to do it all you have to be a good wife you have to be a a good good mother mother, you have to be but you have to be at the top in your career that's exactly like otherwise stay-at-home mothers are looked down upon or if they're only working part-time in retail to look after their kids like it's they're not being successful enough they're not living up to their full potential especially if they were on some sort of path to a glittering career beforehand and they give that up for motherhood it's like well we live in a society where you don't have to give that up for motherhood so why did you give it up it's always one or like yeah you can't it doesn't matter what you do you're doing it wrong because if you try to do it all and have that career and be a mother and be a wife then you're not a good mother and you're not a good wife and you're always being judged on something yeah which is why i think if you try and judge your life based on that societal life path just on you are never going to feel success exactly which which is the point of this episode is change it Mm. there was an article somewhere about talking about having kids Mm. is the pregnancy rate over this pandemic is dropping really i think yeah we were going to lead into that once we started talking about this a little bit more. Jumping the gun a bit. Yeah, because that's the societal life part. I think yeah. you I think you lined it out really well as it's, you know, get married, buy a house, have kids, and continue to have that yeah. glittering career, retire with millions, and golf for the rest yeah. of your life, and, I don't know, drink margaritas. I don't know. Something. <laughs> <laughs> but, like... That part sounds great. <laughs> that's, that's the life path. I mean, like, the, if you ever played that game growing up, the game of life, you know, you literally start off at college or you don't start off at college, but you all end up in the millionaire circle at the end. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and you all have, you know, kids along the way, you all buy houses along, and sell houses along the way, and yeah. you end up in the millionaire circle and retire. That is a game that I will not be playing with any future children we have in our life. Yeah. Yeah. Whether they're ours or not. Mm -hmm. Like, I just don't think I want to play that with them. No, we'll play Wingspan. (laughs) (laughs) I love cats. (laughs) 
but yeah, I just think bringing it back to the article that you just brought up and bringing that life path kind of into the spotlight in the context of 2020, people's careers that they were building in preparation to being able to afford that house, to be able to afford that wedding, Mm. to be able to afford to have children have been decimated. Life savings are gone. Superannuations have been gold mined to pay rent instead of well, that's what we've had to, to pay do. for our yeah. retirement. I just think that that definition of success is not going to work post-2020. Mm. Unless you're one of the lucky few who has made trillions from the pandemic, looking at you, Amazon. I just don't think that that definition of success is going to work. Um, so going back to purely just having the children discussion, mm. we there was this joke going around at the start of lockdown that there was going to be this new generation of Rona babies. And interestingly, if we look at this article from the Washington Post, in July. They say it's too early to say for sure, but initial trends suggest declines in some parts of the world and spikes in others. But broadly speaking, birth rates should continue to drop in higher income countries and climb in poor and middle income countries where the UN projects that in those countries it will be pandemic driven disruptions or access to contraception that could lead to millions of unplanned pregnancies in lower income countries. Okay. So, so basically in countries where we are still able to access contraception, more people are actively choosing to avoid pregnancy because life is too uncertain, I suppose. Yeah. And we have that choice. We have that ability. Yeah. yeah. So in the countries where that joke was being made about Rona babies, there won't be Rona Rona babies. (laughs) Not very many of them anyway. (laughs) And I think we've even come to that decision as well. Mm, Um, Absolutely. We We... don't really want our own children. Yeah. If we want to have children in our life, we are more interested in possibly adopting or something like that. Yeah. It's just the, and it's for that exact reason. It's the uncertainty. We, Mm -hmm. We don't know what the world is going to look like. So why would we bring more people into it in a way? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a personal choice for oh, us. It's for not sure. a judgment on people choosing to have children. Definitely. But for us. For and us. just because we are aware the resources for human population on the earth are finite and mm. it doesn't look like the powers that be are going to be making any significant changes to ensure that the population does continue to not destroy the planet. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> we just want to do our part to not bring people into the world to not have happy and fulfilling lives. Yeah, you and know. having to scramble for every bit of resource that they can. Yeah, yeah we'd, I get that. we'd rather help you know young people who are already in the world, not brought in by us, and help them to have better and fulfilling lives yeah. because their parents, for whatever reason, more often than not, outside of their parents' control, oh, definitely are not able to provide well for them for, and give yeah. them the kind of life that any loving parent would want their children to have. Yeah. And they just want their kids to have a better life. And yeah. that's what, if we're going to adopt, that's our goal. Yeah. Is to help that. But yeah, so going back to the pandemic and having children being a marker of success, I think post this pandemic, I don't think that that can necessarily be called a marker of success. Definitely, definitely agree. Definitely not by the certain age that society seems to impose upon people. Mm. You know, like definitely. I've recently been experiencing, um, not anymore. I don't think a quarter life crisis. You know, I've reached twenty five. I haven't finished any of my uni degrees. I haven't got a good career. We're nowhere near owning a house. We're nowhere near having children. We are married, but not by our own choice. We didn't have the kind of wedding. 
that we wanted. Yeah. There's all these reasons for me to be really unhappy yeah. during this quarter life crisis because if I was measuring my success by what society measures success, I would I'm a complete and utter failure. <laughs> my parents by my age had two children, owned a home. My dad was having a very successful career. career yeah. And look at it now. Yeah. <laughs> look at the whole world now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's like, yeah, I actually saw this really funny TikTok the other day. It was a girl, I don't know her name. Uh, if I find it again, I'll send it to you. But it was, she is imitating her grandmother. My grandmother at 30 had four children, fantastic homekeeper, and she was wearing like an apron and yeah. doing a little dance. And then um, she came out again as her mom, my mom at 30, pregnant with her second child, building a house, blah, blah, blah. And then she comes out <laughs> in like these leopard print tights and like this really, and she comes out holding a bottle of wine and she's like doing like a bum dance me at 30 living alone in my apartment <laughs> no plans for children <laughs> like crushing student debt <laughs> big mood <laughs> yeah living a single that. life yeah, I definitely get that I'm like I just think it's become a, I think social media is really good in that way because you're able to see that there are other people in the world that aren't living conforming by that, to that conforming standard to that. Yeah. yeah I mean there's definitely people like I think we live in a very conservative area oh definitely where there's a, definitely a lot more people around our age group living that, that life that yeah. life and putting themselves into hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt to do it mm. and probably not necessarily any happier for it. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's any research at all that says that that life path results in happiness. No. You know, I don't, I, I don't know. There may be, if you find some, let us know, because that'd be fascinating yeah, to, absolutely. to read through. And we're not criticizing people who want to live that path. We're just saying that... If Make you, it a choice, not something that's forced on you. Yeah, kind of thing. absolutely. Yeah. And if you're someone who does struggle with not meeting that, you know, those markers of success, maybe give yourself a break. Yeah. The whole world... <laughs> is in the shit <laughs> like you don't need to be putting any more pressure on yourself to achieve mm. anything right now do what yeah. you need to to survive <laughs> you know and what yeah. you need to to thrive don't let anyone put any kind of expectation on you to succeed yeah the way they want you to don't get put in a box yeah yeah i think that that wraps up that i think so too episode really well and um yeah i don't know we might expand more on the not having children choice but i think we covered it really well actually mm. in this episode so yeah i don't know let us know if you want us to go more in depth on that but i don't think it's a very uncommon decision anymore no but yeah uh, I think thanks guys. I think that's everything. Yeah. Has have you have you changed what your success is going to look like in the last few months? Mm. If not, that's awesome. Tell us what your success is going to look like for you. Either way, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, absolutely. Have a great week and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Hey everyone, we hope you enjoyed today's episode and if you really loved it, what you can do to help us out is share it with your friends or on your socials. Everyone loves a really good show recommendation and if you do decide to share us online, we'd love if you could tag us. Thanks so much. Everything we know is only the human point of view. Nothing is objective. We don't know how things actually look, smell, taste or feel. 